And a reminder, the first 30 minutes of this podcast are available on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and many of the major platforms. The full podcast is available at www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. SRB Media. Good evening, Gabby. Good evening, all, and welcome to our weekly podcast, Terry Curran's The Current View with the Olive Hills, but Mr. Terry Curran. Uh, steady away, so we kept dropping off then. I don't know what's going on. Have we got a gremlin in this? Thanks for that, Gabby. Once I took my earphone bit out, it automatically cuts off and forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tottenham Hotspur automatically cut out. I think about every four minutes against Newcastle on Sunday, that was the most ridiculous game that I've seen. We'll be talking about that a little bit later in the podcast. But what magic moments have you sourced for us to over the last 14 days? Well, the first 25 minutes of Newcastle, either Tottenham were absolutely ludicrous or, 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 or Newcastle were absolutely sublime. I think there was a bit of both to yeah. it, but it's that ice, the ice shack's goal. Yeah. Absolutely. It went like one of Peter Lorimer's shot all yeah. those years ago. Yeah, he looks a very, very all? good... Yeah, I did, yeah. I, to be fair, I, I got in, I was working on uh, on Sunday, and I got in, I, me, me, one of my granddaughters was watching Peppa Pig downstairs, so I've come up in the bedroom, and Sam's getting ready, she's going out. I turned the telly on, I blimey, 3-0, and Tom had gone out to pick Ruby, so he wasn't very happy. I've gone... 3-0 to Tottenham. He said, you're having a laugh, ain't you? I said, no, it's 4-0. He said, no. I said, no, you're right. It's 5 now. <laughs> 20 minutes. And it was 5-0. So he was fuming. He missed all five goals. But uh, when, we, when, when, we, when we pick these magic moments, yeah. we say, I, mean, I say it every week. How yeah. do you, because, I mean, we missed last week with Janet not being particularly yeah. well. Uh, and how, we, how, we, how I pick or try and pick one out, it's... it's it's not just because it is that, not only the goals, but the saves, and there's great passing and great movement. You know, it's just fantastic. I mean, the ball, the guy hit outside of his foot. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. absolutely split the defence wide open. Yeah. You think, brilliant. I mean, I've seen players do it. I've done it myself, you know. Uh, but... It never it gets recognition, but it never gets the recognition like goal does, does it? No, it doesn't because ultimately it's it's the goal and the goals that that people watch the game of football for and and the result pretty much. But I like to watch them magic moments and whether a player does something magical on the ball that doesn't result in a goal or not is irrelevant for me. That's the magic moment. And I love to watch players just pop up all over the pitch and just create Snap. special moments. But uh, when you look at that pass and then he's, he's bagged it in. Uh, my number one magic moment, I'm going straight to the top. Um, sounds like Stoke Council from about 1984, shout to the top, was Kevin De Bruyne's goal and his first goal last night. And I'm saying to Tom, he's gone the wrong way. He should have rolled in Jack. What a goal. I mean, what a goal. And, you know, yeah. when, you, when, you, when you look at De Bruyne, yeah. and what I mean by this, different to what other, mean, other people mean by it, because also when, it, when, when he wants to play, he can play. But when he's on his game, mm. He's, he's unstoppable, isn't he? He's world class. 
he really is world class. He will get into, and when we say world class, for me, the definition of a world class player is a player that will get in any team in the world, and he is world class. Kevin De Bruyne, yep. I think. Exactly. I think we're, you know, whatever attribute, it's a great point. yeah, whatever great attribute point. you look at, I think he's just absolutely top draw. And again, Haaland last night. Man City really could have scored eight goals against Arsenal. We again, we are going to talk about that game a little bit later in the podcast too. I also want to talk about another magical moment, which was Burnley winning the league at Blackburn. And um, the captain took a, a blown up cup towards the Blackburn fans. And it, it didn't go down very well, did it? Yeah, I, I see why they do it, but you know, it does all it does cause all sorts of controversy, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know? Why do they you do know? that? And it gives it gives the world the. Uh, I mean, why can't you do it? You know, the Wonder mm. League title, yeah. the worried at the arch rivals Blackburn. Yeah. You know, um, and I see the funny side of that. Yeah, I do, but football fans you know, don't see the funny side, do they? No, they ain't no, got a sense exactly. of humour. The opposition haven't got a sense of humour. I mean, if that was me and I was a Blackburn fan. And it was Burnley. I'd stand there, I'd applaud them and gone, well done. Yeah. But, because they have deserved it, haven't they? Absolutely. They've been fantastic. I mean, I was hoping that they were going to win the previous game and then Blackburn were going to give them the guard of honour. That would have gone down even better. But, you know, there is that tribalism in football, but it is a little bit of taking the rise, having a laugh, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's like the player that gets dog's abuse and then he cups his ear to the crowd when he scores a goal. And then the crowd's going, he's bringing a game in a distribute. It's an absolute disgrace. You've been giving him dog's abuse for 60 minutes. <laughs> you know, know. Well, and that's football. And you you were on the receiving end of that, Terry, many times nobody, during your career. I mean, nobody in football got as much stick as me. Nobody in football has collected nobody. so much money from a game of football that you did at the Boxing Day Massacre in uh, 20 and 50 pence pieces, too. Yeah, well, I had a good night that night. <laughs> and um, and Toro Mings' flick-on-headed goal uh, against Fulham. I thought, Fulham, you know, yeah. I look at Toro Mings, he takes a lot of stick, he's took a lot of stick. I thought he was absolutely fantastic at the back for the Villa. On Tuesday night, I went down with Tom and Kieran to watch the game. If it would have been at home and I was watching the game, I'd have probably turned it over and watched EastEnders or fallen to sleep. They were awful. What is it with managers? I mean, Dunno. you got Gerard. For some unknown reason, couldn't mm. get the best out of him. Yeah. Didn't think he could play. Mm. Uh, and it was causing Gerard problems as a manager, wasn't it? When you, when you yeah, think yeah, about yeah. yeah. A lot of controversy in paper and things like that. New manager comes in. Mm. And again, he looks a different player. Yeah, it does, yeah. You know, and I've, I've told you this before. If a manager likes you as a player, mm. it's a massive, massive... Because they, what the manager doesn't do... If, if, if Every player makes a mistake. Of course they do. Every and, player makes yeah. a mistake. Yeah. But I guarantee you, certain managers uh, hold a grudge on, with certain players. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I've said to Tom... That was the difference, because I don't see many live games of football. I work every Saturday. Um, so if it's a Sunday game or a night game and I've finished early and Tom's got a ticket, I'll go down to Villa and, um, and, and watch Villa with him. But I thought that Villa made less mistakes in that game. They kept the ball in play more often than what they've done in previous seasons. I thought the passing was better. 
I thought the midfield was poor. It, they they were hiding. I, I don't like that in midfield players. I like midfield players to be brave. And when I say brave, I don't mean smashing into tackles and going yeah. in two-footed. That ain't brave. No. Being brave is wanting the football in tight. Wanting the football yeah, absolutely. and taking the, taking the risk. Yes. What, is taking the risk? what I mean by taking the risk not taking the risk and keep giving the ball away trying to kill trying to put that ball through the you know uh, the killer uh, pass on yeah right the great players put the killer pass on and give it through Absolutely. be brave yeah like, you know don't under it get learn learn to get the judgment and the weight of the ball right absolutely and again we are going to be talking about manchester city uh, a little bit later in the podcast as well because they put that weight of the pass better than any team I've seen. And in my opinion, Man City are the best team in the world. And Raspadori's goal for Napoli that won the game at Juventus 1-0 the weekend on Sunday evening. By the way, I watched I watch Napoli, watch Napoli and I watched AC Milan in Napoli. What, uh, what uh, did you think of Napoli in those two games? Well, I... I, I they had chances, mm. but I, I see where you're coming from with yeah. AC Milan. They do look two good teams. Yeah, they do. You know, mm. uh, but what I say about the Italians, they know how to um, make it difficult for teams. To, you know, don't, don't they just take chances? But mm. I'm very impressed with Napoli and AC Milan. I'm very much so. In special K, really reminds me of Jack Grealish, and and I know that this season. Particularly before the World Cup, there were the idiots that were saying, oh, Jack ain't the player and what a waste of £100 million. Now they're saying, what a great player and he's worth £100 million. Let me stop you there. The people (laughs) what were saying that were the ones what were saying that about Jack and Villa. Exactly, they're idiots. You know. Yeah. um, I won't go as far as that. It's just just jealousy and wokeness. Yeah, it is. That's all it is. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, anybody... Anybody with any modicum sense can see mm. the natural talent. I'm not used yet of, of that type of player what's got the ability to, to ride titles. Yeah. Until uh, somebody goes down more often than not. He goes down. goes yep. down because it's a bad tattle. Yep. They don't mention, like I've just said to you, the ones where they just ride, right? Mm. It, it gets away, right? He's got, the nat- he's got this natural ability to... to, to to be brave on the ball is uh, to find that pass. Uh, I, I would like to see him get more goals. Yep, but it, it, it always reminds me of me. He gets a, a lot of pleasure of making a goal than scoring a goal. Absolutely, he's a goal. He's a goal provider. He's not a goal taker. He's got a goal taker, and we were talking about this on the podcast last year. And Manchester City would be better if they had that goal scorer, not a centre forward that you whack the ball up to but a goal scorer, and they've got that in Ireland. How people can say that Man City are better without Ireland, again, I laugh at that because I think it's a stupid comment. And Tom commented last night, he says, Grealish at Villa would have run, he'd have took his back on, and he'd have made something happen. And I said, yes, he would. And last season, he would have done that because he got no centre forwards. But what Jack done is, he saw Haaland free and he checked inside. He gave Haaland the ball. Haaland took the ball on and he, he nearly and should have scored. I mean, he, he 
had the chances to score probably four or even five goals last night. But again, that's the difference with Jack Alan now, will, is releasing that ball to Alan players better. Alan will always score goals, but I guarantee you one thing. I bet Alan loves people like Jack Grealish. 100%. You know, Jack yeah. could score more goals, but he's like me. Yeah. He gets he gets a bigger thrill out of, of making a goal. You know, Absolutely, yeah. The, the goals he sets up for people, like Alan and the others, you know, it's unbelievable. Whereas Marez, who I think is a great, great player, will take more shots at goal. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the difference. And and again, I think with Phil Foden as well, Foden will take more shots at goal, whereas Jack would rather, if he sees a player in a better position, hundred percent, Jack will give him a slide roll pass, and it's bang back of the net. And that's the See, difference in the the mentality of the players. See, going back to to, to, to Villa uh, and and the way of playing. Yeah. I mean, I wrote about this the other day. Mm. When I was playing, or before I was playing uh, professional, the top teams had six or seven good players in the teams. Yeah. In the middle of the t- the middle of the tables mm. had three or four. Yeah. And the ones at the bottom had down about one or two. Mm. You take Chelsea; they've had to knock a dressing room through. Yes. To accommodate all the players. Yeah. They all keep going on about Guardiola. Please, please don't take this as on. You know, I don't respect your opinion because I respect everybody's opinion. Everybody's got entitled to an opinion. Mm. What Guardiola does to get them to play like they do for each other, mm. right? To get a balance of the team right, and to and to get it right more often than not when they sign players. That's an art signing players to fit into your team. Correct. You look at Chelsea, they spent 600 million. And I'm not having a good Chelsea. I'm trying to explain to people. Mm. They've just spent 600 million pounds in the January transfer window. Right? And it looks a shambles. Yeah, 100%. It looks mm. a shambles. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. Right? And I'm so disappointed in Frank Lampard. And again, he didn't criticism. Because I want Jeff Adam Lampard to try and put the English uh, coaching, <coughs> excuse me, to put the English coaching on the map. But I, I think we're two decades away. Yeah, I do. We may you know, even be longer. We may even be uh, be further back than that too. But you're right. You, the hardest job in football is managing an elite side. And people are going, no, no, no. Anyone can do that with a good player. No, they can't. No, they absolutely can't. People always say to me. It's ridiculous. To this day, people say to me. No, it's stupid, isn't it? What made Cluffy great? Mm. No favouritisms. Yeah. No. It didn't matter who it was. Mm. I've seen managers have the favourites. Choose Choose what they do. Right? They'll cover for them. Yeah. Right? But he knew how to handle that. That player, yeah. Alex Ferguson, did the same. Anybody else would have got rid of Cantona at Man United. 100%. Right? Uh, Dave Sexton would have got rid of him. Tommy Dock would have got rid of other players because of the, they would have bottled. But Ferguson is that strong, deter, determined, uh, minded, determined minded to say, right, no, he's done it wrong. And he spoke to him in a manner, right, that he knew because he, he, he's a match winner. And other players may get frustrated, but they know that it weren't a favouritism with him, right? But when a player comes into the team and is doing well, 
Fluffy would leave that play. I mean, John mm. McGovern is a prime example. Martin O'Neill and, and uh, Robbo used to say to me, why does he pick John McGovern? I said, because he does something that none of us else can do. Mm. Fluffy tells him to give that ball simple. Anybody else would turn around and say, because uh, what he would do, Cluffy, he said to John McGovern, young man, I didn't buy you because you could play football. I bought, I bought you to stop other people playing football. Now, when you get the ball, give it to Robertson or Curran. Yeah. You know, and that's that's an art. That's yes. an art. Absolutely. It would, upset, it would upset John because it's like when somebody's saying that you're not a good footballer, mm. nobody likes to hear that. Yeah. So it's who you are. Right? And that's the difference with the elite managers. They know how to get the best out of them. They know how, they know how not to uh, uh, overtrain them. Mm -hmm. And they know not to worry about the opposition. Absolutely. And when they don't worry about the opposition, the players don't. They go in and enjoy it more. Absolutely. So the only other manager at Man United that wouldn't have got rid of Eric Cantona would have been Big Ron. He'd have gone, hey, yeah. hey, big fella, what was all that about? Well, if that but was I me, imagine, I'd have gone and twatted like him as Ron. well. <laughs> I like Ron, but I would imagine Ron would have had favourites. Fluffy didn't. Mm. Guardiola don't. And yeah. that's, that's a good thing about Guardiola. He's got that power. Yeah. Who's who it is, whether he's Jack yep. or, or Messi, if he thought he's, he's causing me a problem, you're going. I mean, the kid who he sent to, uh, to Bayern Munich. Yes, Cancelo. He's a yep. good player. Good player, good right player. Go, go. And that that's another that's another art of uh of being a elite manager. They're a better team without Cancelo, by the way. And I think he's a great player. I think he's one of the best backs in the world, but not at Man City because Man City are a team. Guardiola has got that team ticking. There's no they're all superstars, but there's no superstars. No one's bigger than that team. You all work hard, you all pass the ball. I've noticed that with Cancelo. Cancelo wouldn't pass to Jack, he wouldn't play the ball into Jack. He wouldn't all he would do is play for himself, get crosses in, try and get assists. And I think that's the reason that Pep took him out of the team. I think that Nathan Ake isn't as good a player technically as Cancelo, but he's better for the Manchester City team than what Cancelo was. Well, he's not was. a fact for me, but the team itself is, again, is, is another, another unbelievable scene. I think he's a good centre-back in Isaké. Brilliant. You know, but yeah. it, whatever happens, mm -hmm. it works for Manchester City and Guardiola. Absolutely, the treble too. I mean, I remember listening to TalkSport when Manchester United were still in all the... Um, that they, they were... They were insinuating that they were in the championship race. They wasn't, but it was just the bias on TalkSport. They definitely were in the League Cup. They won it. They were definitely in the um, the Europa League. They got knocked out by Seville. And they're definitely in the FA Cup because they're in the final against City. But they were all going on about this quadruple. Quadruple for Manchester United. There's more chance of me. I don't know. Doing anything to swimming, swimming the River Seven, and I can't bloody swim. They got no <laughs> chance, but City will win the treble. Right, we look. I looked at City, and I've looked at all the people. I looked, some some of my friends have brought this about the, the the manager of Man United. This is my opinion of it. Mm. Not I'm wrong, right, or I'm wrong. This is my opinion. What he's done at Man United is brilliant. Yes, he is. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you the reason why he's brilliant. Mm. 
because at times that not only will have they done well or played well, yeah, it'd be shocking, yeah. And he's got the best out of a bunch. What uh, they've overpaid for players. Mm. He's got him into a Champions League position. Now, is that enough for me? No. But it's important that the, if, you, if you've got the right manager, what can sign the elite players to suit your system, yep. uh, you have to be in that Champions League. Mm. You, have to, you get away with it for a season, we'd be Man United because of its, its fame it has throughout the world. Yep. Right? At times, they play some good football, but at times, They've been awful. They've won a league cup. And I don't give a damn who you are. I would talk from the greatest manager I ever played with. Whatever you do, try and win every game. Yes. And it doesn't make, doesn't, make, doesn't make any difference. Whatever trophy you won, you won a trophy. Yeah. And Cluffy always wanted to win any trophy. Yeah. Italian, Anglo Cup, uh, League Cup, whatever it was. And he won League Cup about four times at Forest. Yeah, and Texaco Cup as well. You know, that was his first so one. He's done well, mm. right? Yes, they're expensive players, but when you look at them, some of them, they look absolutely shocking at times. Right? Uh, now we can mm. build on it. It's like Arteta. Everybody wanted Arteta gone. Yet he won the FA Cup, and he's only a young kid in still. Absolutely. As managers goes, you know, to, to take on Manchester City and Pep Guardiola, and to get that close, mm. I think, right, it's brilliant. But everybody cannot win. But if you can keep improving and get to that stage where, right, you're going head to head, like Liverpool did for two years, yep. three years, you know, but then they're falling away. Pep Guardiola has been there battling out since day one. Yes, he spent money, but so has Liverpool. So has Chelsea. One nil, Man United, yep. Sancho. Great strike. Yeah, great strike, Sancho. Yeah. Brilliant. Superb. But again, you, you, you're right with this United team. They've been heads and tails, haven't they? They've been black and white. They've been good. They've been bad. But I think that largely when they've had their top players and their, their first 11 that Ten Hag believes is their best 11, I think Man United are a good team. I just don't like going back. I don't like the bias. That, that you get. I think if you're going to be a presenter, I think you have to put your colours uh, away. away at the microphone and talk absolute I sense. Congratulations to yeah. Sheffield United. Yes, well you know, done. Promoted again. Promotion, right? Great job, Becky's done, ain't I? Yeah, brilliant. But like I've said to you, and you can all, Ten Hag has changed his philosophy. He worked yeah. under Guardiola. Yeah. Ajax tried to play like the Manchester Cities. Mm. Make no mistake, when he gets the players in, that's how they will be played, Manchester United. I right? don't yes, think they need I that many players in. To go, but it only needs maybe one or two players to switch it, to give them that confidence to go on and play that type of football, and then they start to wear the real quality again. OK, you put Harry Kane in that front three with Rashford the one side, Sancho the other side. That's a bloody good top three. You know, I think he needs yeah, to bring in a couple yeah, of midfield players and a couple of defenders. Thing in, thing in football, and an elite goal the thing in football is having is having the world class goalkeeper. Absolutely, and then you've got to yeah. have the really elite players like the like the Zabis um, um, and Indiestas and Bedoinas of this world. And yeah, the yeah, yeah. Once you start to get them in midfield, absolutely, well, get up, support the really quality players, mm. 
right? Uh, break uh, and uh, pick up the loose balls if, if 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 they come about, and get back and help the good defenders. United haven't got that yet. That's with a lack in midfield. They're not really. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're good players, but they, would you call them like a De Bruyne type of player? No. No. But he knows that. Yeah. He knows that. He can only work with what he's got. I tell you what, how brilliant is that Nottingham Forest? That what's it? Nafes, the goalkeeper from um, Paris Saint Germain, was it? What a yeah. what a great goalkeeper he looks. Well, I tell you what, Forest Forest looked well last night. Yeah, they did. I mean, brilliant result, three one. But what's happened to Dean Henderson? I mean, is he injured or is he just dropped off a cliff? What's happened there with that lad? Well, I'm like you. I... Because you're looking at all different things, you don't see much of certain clubs, do you? No, no, not you at know. all. Um, but I don't know if he's been injured or not. But there's some, I mean, when did they get him from, from, from Paris Saint-Germain? I think he was in the January, been in January, January window. Yeah, January window. But, and I think he started every game. I think he's been absolutely tremendous from what I've seen. He looks a great goalkeeper. And, and as you say, you've always said that. You need that elite goalkeeper. And you need to build on that back. Get a lead manager, right? Look at Pep Guardiola. How many, how many goal, uh, how many um, coming to my head, goalkeepers did he get by before he got that one? Uh, quite a few because he's. And I his, agree yeah. with everybody, mm. right? He spent. Well, he didn't, he didn't buy uh, Paul Art. Uh, not Paul Art. Uh, Joe Art. He got rid of Joe, Joe Art, didn't Joe he? Art. Yeah. Right, but he, he bought the other keeper about thirty odd million pound. What did? But he knew he weren't right for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great to do that. Yeah. Yeah, he's an absolute superstar. And he just buys in players. <clears throat> the player, if he can't get him at the time, at the price, like with Mares, he'll wait his time, he'll go back in and he'll get him because Pep identifies exactly what he needs, exactly what he wants, and he'll go and get it. And they 100%. have to work, work Perfect. in the framework that Pep Guardiola puts his team out to meet those standards. And if you don't shape up, he'll ship you out. For me, Choose the best team are. in the Choose world. And they will win the treble. And I'm, I'm hoping that they win the treble because I think that they deserve to win the treble. <clears throat> and I hate all of this. I, I didn't like this about Arsenal bottle jobs. Absolute garbage. No. Arsenal have been fantastic. They've been titled. They've been, they've been titled. You've seen what I've wrote about. Yeah, you? I know. I saw that, yeah. But I think Arsenal have been brilliant. They've just come up against sides that are battling to stay up. A team like Man City, when they're cutting it, we're on, when they're on top form, I don't care who you are. You won't live with Man City. They're brilliant. <clears throat> Listen to this, what I'm going to say to you. Go on, You're going to get that. Because they're being clear, yeah, still lacking that little bit of uh, experience or quality. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What does everybody say about Guardiola? Now, in what terms? I'll tell you. Well, you they'll say they'll say if he don't win the Champions League, and I've heard now, this. Yeah, if he do. don't win the Champions yeah, League, I'd sack him. But now you have a laugh. You've answered the question. Well, which when you say, yeah, where you were going? Not, he's not a great manager if he doesn't, because that's what he was bought for. Yeah, absolute garbage. Listen to all the great managers. What's managing this country? Winning the Premier League is the most important. Of course it is. Right. A cup game. Whatever cup game it is, a League Cup final, an Anglo, Anglo or Cup final, or that fake trophy final, what Bolton and Plymouth played in. Yeah. Right? One bad decision by a referee or a linesman. Don't take that as I'm knocking the linesman. I'm just telling you one no, bad you're decision. Absolutely spot on. Yeah, you're out. Like a player, mm. could cost you the game. Yeah. Right? 
a goalkeeper making it, uh, 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 having a bad game or a player making a mistake could cost you that game. The league title, it's, it goes over to 36 games. 38. And so people, that's why I say, mm. Jack used to say to me, listen, I said, Jack, let me tell you something. I'll tell you word for word what you said to me. I don't agree with everything what you say, Jack. That's why I am like I am. Mm. Everybody turned, all these experts turned around and said that David, uh, David Silva, yeah. right? Oh, no. Never work in Premier League. He's too small. Mm. He, he's too lightweight. Yeah. They were all slagging off. I know, I know. early on. Yeah, well, no. You, you, you listen they, to all, all these all experts. Him early on, and then, ah, oh, he's not right for us. Then the old turn man is that they didn't need him. They've got to have a plan B. Anybody can change the mind, Gabby. You don't need a plan B. As you always say, improve plan A. That's what Pep does. Improve plan A and improve the players. That's what Pep does. If you can't improve them, get rid. Pep does not have a plan B. I said to you this season, last season it was Cooper, this season I told you Ryan Lowe at Preston. Yep. And he's had a brilliant season in a sense. Yeah. Right? Because it's on his... That's his first full season, really, though. Mm. Right? Uh, and his downfall has been his own, own, yeah. own form. Yeah. They'd hardly scored a goal early, did they? Early doors, they'd hardly scored a goal at home. You know, so I still believe in him to go on to be a successful manager. Mm. Right? Now, I, I don't say he's going to be a lead manager. I'll give you a team to watch for this year. And if it weren't for the, the poor old performances they they would have gone up they would have gone up yeah. play, at least been in the playoffs they still could I believe couldn't they I think they're still when, there or thereabouts and when you look at what he's done mm. at Burnley phenomenal right? he's changed that round this type of player that he, the team the philosophy round right yeah and I screamed out for Everton to buy it to get him yep. before before um, Dodge Gosh, and it's not, I don't, Gabby, you don't see me slag managers off. No, not at all, but I, but I think Dice, I think Dice is a backward step for Everton. Dodge.